know about you, yeah, we can give it up. I don't know about you, but when I see that simple highlight video, it makes me so grateful to be a part of this church. Over the last 18 months, God has just continued to be so faithful to us, and he's continued to give us opportunities to make a difference both in our community and world that have truly left lives forever changed. And I know that's hard to see in a short video, so I want to share with you some more detail about some of the life change that we've seen. I'm going to share this detail with you from a document that we've created for you, and uh, it's just simply called our Cross Point City Church 18-month report. And uh, you can actually access this report one of two ways. You can go onto our website at crosspointcity.com, and if you scroll to the bottom of our homepage, there's a note section there, and you can see the very first note at the top is 18-month report, 2014 ministry plan, and you can actually download this, all right? Now, if you don't have the internet or you're internet illiterate, um, we have some paper copies, okay? And you can pick a paper copy up for yourself at the connection desk before you leave, but uh, we just ask that you take one per family, all right? But we want you to take this, read it, celebrate it, and I'm going to share some of it with you right now, all right? So first off, and we'll throw all this on the screens uh, in the last 18 months here at Cross Point, we've seen 180 people go public with their faith in Christ through baptism. Um, we've had 411 people take steps to get connected into groups for the sake of community and spiritual growth. That's actually a 180% increase in group involvement from 2012 to 2013. In the last 18 months, 377 people uh, are now serving on teams. That's a 68% increase in serve team participation from 2012 to 2013. And in the last 18 months, we've had 509 people that we know of walk through our doors for the very first time. Now, on the next slide, you'll see some numbers related to our gatherings here on Sunday. In 18 months, our weekly attendance has grown by 29%, which is pretty cool to see. It's grown from right over 700 to right over 900. And this fall, we've even seen that number uh, grow a little bit higher than that. There's been weeks where we've busted the thousand mark. And that's been really cool to see God continue to bring people into this place to hear the message of Jesus. Our Cross Point Kids average attendance has tracked right along with our overall attendance. And it's increased by 29% as well from 133 to 172. And I love this last part. This gets me excited. 141% growth in our student ministry over the last 18 months. Awesome, awesome, awesome stuff. In mid-2012, we had about 37 students showing up on average, and we closed this year out with that number growing closer to 100, about 90 students. And uh, I want to say great job to our student, Pastor Devin, who is uh, just getting really intentional about reaching students. So that's fun to see. On the next page, you'll see some statistics uh, as it relates to the work that we've done in our community over the past 18 months. We've actually held two Hope for Christmas events, two community makeover events, and an egg drop and uh, you can see what the numbers here tell us about what we've been able to do. Uh, through Hope for Christmas, we've served 550 families. There have been over 500 of us serving those families. We've put in over 6,000 hours, and we've given away over $50,000 worth of stuff. 
to take care of these families' needs. Through Community Makeover, we've accomplished 21 service projects. Over 350 of us have served together. That's over 2,000 plus hours served, and we've been able to partner with 80 other churches through this event. And lastly, Egg Drops, just a fun thing we do to bless our community. We've served over 3,000 people in the past 18 months. 250 of us serve those people together. 1,500 plus hours served through this event. And who doesn't love this? 100,000 plus pieces of candy given away. That's a beautiful thing, right? Now, lastly, I want to show you this finance page because it tells us a lot about the increased generosity of our church. We say all the time here at Crosspoint that we want to be a generous church. We want to be known as a generous church because we believe our generosity reflects the generosity of our God to others. And so check this out with me. In 18 months, we've seen a 25% increase in our average weekly giving. It's grown from right over 12,000 bucks a week to right at $15,000 a week. And I love this next part. You can see that in 2013, the total dollars given um, equaled out to $880,571, which was up from $718,000 the year before. And I just want to tell you, listen, your generosity makes the difference. Your generosity matters. Your generosity is why this church can do ministry and reach people. Your generosity is why we've seen lives be changed for eternity. And so, man, I want to just encourage you and say, church, let's keep being generous. And thank you, thank you, thank you so much for how you've invested in the ministry of Cross Point City Church. A few other things that are worth mentioning, some exciting stuff. Um, This past year, us, we together, gave over $100,000 toward our 100K challenge in 10 days. Absolutely insane. You people are crazy, and I love you. Um, Compassion Sunday. We partnered together, and we sponsored 133 Compassion children. That means that over the course of 12 months, you and I together, we donate over $60,000 every year to Compassion International to release children from poverty in the name of Jesus. This past year, we've collected over $6,500 through our coffee bar for clean water wells in Burkina Faso, West Africa. Amazing stuff. And here's the great news about this. We actually have enough money set aside now to write our very first check to Engage Burkina so that we can put our very first clean water well in a village in West Africa in the next few months. Amazing. Amazing. So listen. Keep buying coffee, all right? We don't have a coffee bar just to try and be cool. We do it to provide water for people who need it. So leave your Starbucks at home. Don't make your coffee. Be lazy on Sunday mornings and buy our coffee here, all right? This is helping. And then lastly, you have given over the past year over $1,000 to Change for Change, again, through the coffee bar for local outreach and missions. This is such exciting stuff. And again, your generosity is making a difference in the lives of of real people. So I just want to thank you again. Now, I know this is a lot of numbers, and I know some of us in the room, we're not numbers people, right? Maybe you're here, and you're even thinking, great, is this just another one of those churches that's all about the numbers? Well, we're not all about the numbers, but we do think numbers are highly, highly important, and here's why. Because every number you just saw on that screen represents a real person, a real person with a real story. And our desire at Cross Point City Church is to carry Jesus to real people so that our gracious and faithful God can rewrite their stories. 
And this past week, I got on Facebook, and I, I asked some people, share your story. Share your story in two to three sentences of how Cross Point City Church has impacted your life over the last 12 to 18 months. And so to help some of those numbers come alive for us today, I want to read you some of these stories. And I don't have time to read them all. I wish I did, but I'm going to read a few, and I pray that they encourage you like they did me. All right, listen to this. Jamie Camp, he said, Cross Point City Church has helped me to gain a fresh start at a new life. I'm learning to take the focus off myself and to center it squarely on Jesus, and I'm trusting that in doing so, everything else will work itself out. Crosspoint has helped me to grasp a bigger picture. Phoenicia Heath said, at Crosspoint, I've gotten on a path that has led me out of religious ways and into a greater understanding of God's word and truth. I feel blessed to be a part of Crosspoint and always experience an overflow of genuine love from its people. Christy Kirby said, I've discovered that Christ is the only way to fill the void I had in my life. Crosspoint's been the perfect place for me to gain an understanding of what it means to live for him. I love this next part. This church has become an anchor for my family. It pulls us together each week, and we're learning how to stay grounded in our faith. Heath Dysart said, Crosspoint's shown me that people serve because they love God and people, not out of obligation. Our people are there when you need them. Alan Potter said, Crosspoint has meant a new beginning in Christ. It's an honest, open, caring people devoted to serving through him. I love this next one, Vicki Stalling. She said, Crosspoint means that I have a church to invite people to that teaches Jesus instead of religion. Holly and Steve Munts said, Crosspoint City Church for our family has taught us to love the way Jesus loves and to serve the way that Jesus would serve. I look back and I'm grateful that we found Crosspoint when we did because life is much sweeter now. We're blessed to be a part of this amazing church. And one of my favorites, Crystal Thompson, said this. She said, I've come to realize through the teachings of Crosspoint that God loves me in spite of me. I now know what it means to be truly loved. And as a single mother, I feel as if I'm leading my children down the right path and having a relationship with Christ. Listen, I I could keep reading stories because there are many more, but I hope that you can agree with me today, church, that as a church family, we have so much to be thankful for. God has done so much on our behalf in the last 18 months, and, and please understand, this is not a brag session on Crosspoint This is a brag session on the God of Crosspoint. And can we thank God right now for all he's done in and through our church the last 18 months. Come on. Amen. I want to ask you, if you will, to go ahead and stand back to your feet. And as you're standing, I want to ask you to join with me in prayer. And we're just going to pray, and we're going to thank God for his work in and through our church. And then we're going to take some time and worship him together. God, thank you, thank you, thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you, God, for your power, for your grace, for your mercy. Thank you, God, that we have been able to be a part of you changing lives, God, in this community. God, I pray, God, that this morning we would just be so thankful for all that you are and all that you've done on our behalf. So God, we pray that you're honored today in this place above all else, and we pray this in the name of our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. As our host team continues to pass the offering buckets this morning, you keep giving, and uh, I'm going to start talking, and if you have a Bible with you or a device 
with your version Bible app on it, ready to go. Grab that, and I want you to go to Mark chapter 2 with me. We're going to read just a portion of a story that's going to help us get started in talking about all that I believe God wants to do in and through our church this coming year in 2014. Now, this passage we're getting ready to read, it's one of my favorite stories from the Gospels, and I actually preached on this passage at length here at Crosspoint back in February, but as I've been thinking about this upcoming year, and as I've prayed and thought about today, for some reason, and, and I'm going to share, you the, share with you the reason why in a moment, for some reason this passage has just continued to be on my heart and mind. So let's read this together, and, and I'll tell you why. Okay, Mark chapter 2, starting in verse 1. The Bible says this, And when he, speaking of Jesus, returned to Capernaum after some days, it was reported that he was at home. And many were gathered together so that there was no more room, not even at the door, and he was preaching the word to them. And they came, bringing to him a paralytic carried by four men. And when they could not get near him because of the crowd, they removed the roof above him, and when they had made an opening, they let down the bed on which the paralytic lay. And when Jesus saw their faith, the faith of the friends on the roof, he said to the paralytic, son, your sins are forgiven. See, what we find in Mark chapter 2 is this. We find a group of friends willing to do whatever it took to get their friend who was far from God to Jesus. See, during the time of Jesus, if a person was paralyzed, it was assumed that God had literally turned his back and given up on that person. The belief was, if you were suffering from paralysis or, or some kind of terrible disease, that God was actually punishing you for something that maybe you had done or, or some kind of sin that existed in your family. And so when religion and culture looked at this man during the time of Jesus, they would have literally written him off and assumed there was no hope for him. But the reason I love this story so much is because we find a group of friends who weren't okay with that. We find a group of friends who couldn't live with the assumptions being made about their buddy. We find a group of friends who refused to believe that God had given up on their friend who was suffering. And because they refused to believe it, they decided to do something about it. Now, we don't know why these guys thought Jesus was the right answer for their buddy, right? Maybe they had heard about Jesus' teachings. Maybe they had heard about him healing others or casting out demons, all we know is that for some reason, this group of friends held a deep belief and conviction that if they could just get their buddy to Jesus, that Jesus could do something in his life that would leave him forever changed. And we see the proof of this in the action that they took. I mean, think about this with me. Here's this paralyzed guy. He's laying on a mat. And the Bible tells us that four of his friends are actually on the corners of the mats and they're carrying him to Jesus. So they're walking through the heat, through the dust to get him from where he is to where Jesus is. And when they get to where Jesus is, the Bible says there's so many people in this house that nobody can get in the front door. I mean, it's just packed. And at this point, these guys could have looked at each other and said, all right, we gave it a good shot. This isn't happening today. Let's turn around and leave maybe another time. They could have done that, but they didn't. Instead, they pressed on, they persevered, and they actually drug their paralyzed friend to the top of the house where Jesus was, and they started ripping the roof off of the place just to get him to Jesus. These friends, they were willing to do whatever it took to get their friend 
to Jesus, and, and you keep reading the story, some amazing things happen, right? Jesus looks at these guys, and he sees their faith. He sees their deep belief and conviction concerning his power and ability to change their paralyzed friend's life forever. And what does he do? He forgives this man of his sins, he heals him, and he sends him out the front door with hope, a new life, and a relationship with God. Now listen, the reason that this passage has been on my heart and mind so much for the past several days and weeks, it's simple. Because my dream for our church in 2014 is that we would continue growing into a people like these friends found in Mark 2. Like my prayer for our church this year is that we continue to walk in this room week after week and see that number on our back wall, 260,000, the number that represents the, the unchurched people in our community, the number that represents those who are much like this paralyzed man in Mark 2, people who are far from God and have no hope in life unless they meet Jesus. My prayer this year is that we would be reminded week after week after week that there is still so much work to be done and that we will never be finished with the mission that God has given us. And listen, I pray that in 2014, more than ever in our entire lives, that we are deeply convinced and convicted that if we can just get these people to Jesus that he'll leave them forever changed. And in light of that belief and conviction, listen, I pray we continue growing into a church that is willing to do whatever it takes to get people far from God to the one who can change their lives. So if you're sitting here going, well, James, that sounds awesome, right? That's why I'm a part of Crosspoint, because I love the heart of the church and, and what you guys are about, but practically, what does it look like? Like, what steps are we going to take, and, and what are we going to do together as a church this year to become that church that you just described, a church like those friends in Mark 2? Well, I'm glad you asked, and I'm going to tell you, all right? Over the past few months, our staff has been dreaming and planning together about this upcoming year. And we've been trying to figure out what can we do to continue moving our church toward the church that I just described. And as a result of our dreaming and planning and praying together, um, this document that I hold in my hand was created. This is our Cross Point City Church 2014 ministry plan. This um, is a document, again, we're releasing to you today, and you'll be able to access it just like the other document, the 18-month report. You can go online at crosspointcity.com and download it, or if you want to grab a paper copy for your family before you leave, you can do that at the connection desk. But this document, it's a 15-page document that includes every uh, area of ministry in this church along with objectives, ministry objectives, like what are our plans for this year, what do we want to do and accomplish and it also includes what we prayerfully expect God to do as we press on toward the things that we believe he's laid on our hearts. So I want you to make it a priority to pick one of these up and to check it out. Now listen, we put this thing together for two big reasons. First, because I understand that a great vision without a great plan is meaningless. Like, I can stand up here all day long and talk to you about how I want us to become a church that is willing to do whatever it takes to bring people far from God to Jesus. But if we don't have a plan to become that church, then the vision doesn't matter. So this, for me, is crazy important because this is our plan. But secondly, we put this together in order to inspire you to take an active part in the mission and vision of this church 
in 2014. Now listen, I don't have time to go over all the details of this thing today, but I do want to share with you just a few, just a few of the inspiring objectives that our staff landed on as we put this thing together, all right? So I'm going to read quickly, so you got to listen quickly, all right? Here we go. Crosspoint Kids has a plan this year to build the Crosspoint values of compassion and generosity into kids' ministry by getting more and more families involved in both local outreach and global missions. Crosspoint Students has a plan this year to build stronger relationships with our local schools by performing regular acts of kindness and service for staff, teachers, coaches, clubs, and athletic teams. Crosspoint Groups has a plan this year to test pilot our blessed missional practices in a handful of groups so that we can start teaching and training more and more people in this church on how to live as missionaries in those places you live, work, and play. Our guest service ministry has a plan this year to improve upon team training and resources so that we can help more first-time guests become second-time guests. Our worship ministry has a plan this year to introduce live online streaming of our worship gatherings so that we can reach a wider audience with the message of Jesus. Our local outreach ministry has a plan this year to develop stronger strategic partnerships with a few community organizations right here in Bartow County so that we can help them do what they do even better and transform this community together all in the name of Jesus. Our local, or I'm sorry, our global missions ministry, we have a plan this year to build two churches and to drill two clean water wells in Burkina Faso, Africa, all in villages where our unreached people group, the Dogase people, live. And I'm happy to tell you that in April of 2014, our first, first uh, team over to Africa, we're going to be building the first one of these churches. And by that time, our very first water well that I told you about earlier should be in. And so we're crazy, crazy excited about that happening um, we also have a plan this year, and this is kind of crazy but also exciting, to take steps toward either relocating or expanding our current property. It's no secret that we've continued to outgrow the space in this building in all of our ministry areas. And it's also no secret that if we want to keep reaching people with the good news of Jesus Christ, that we have to make room for them. And that means we got to move or we have to expand. Now, I can't tell you exactly what this looks like just yet, but what I can tell you is that we have a plan this year to put aside a substantial amount of money so that we can be ready to move or expand when the timing is right. Now, listen, these are just a few, just a few of the objectives included in this document. And I didn't give you details on any of them, and I didn't even tell you about the returns, the things that we are praying that God will do on our behalf. So, listen, I cannot stress this enough, and please don't miss this. I need everybody who calls this their church to take 10 to 15 minutes out of your life this week and to read this document. Download it, pick it up today, but take 10 to 15 minutes out of your life and make this a priority. I need you to see this, I need you to see this, and I'm praying and, and hoping and trusting that as you read it, you'll be inspired to take an active part in the mission and vision of this church this year. Now, with all that in mind, I wanna give you three questions to ask yourself as you sit down and read this plan this week. And if you're taking notes, I would encourage you to write these down. If you've got a phone with a note section, grab it, type these questions in there so that you don't forget them. But here are three questions I want you to ask yourself as you read this plan. The first is this. What am I going to do to invest in my spiritual growth this year? What am I going to do to invest in my spiritual growth this year? And here's why this is such a huge question. 
Because if we're not careful, this document, this plan could turn into nothing more than a list of stuff that we feel like we have to do instead of being a list of amazing God-ordained opportunities that leave lives forever changed that we get to take part in. And listen, in order for us to keep a right perspective on this, it's going to require all of us this year to grow in our love and affection for God. And I'll give you a few easy ways to start that, all right? One, I would say keep showing up on Sundays, all right? These Sunday gatherings are designed with your spiritual growth in mind. And I know what we're getting ready to teach over the next year, several months. And I believe if you keep showing up and giving and serving and singing and worshiping and and listening to the teaching of this book, that you're going to grow spiritual this year. So keep showing up to this place. Um, Secondly, I want to encourage you that if you're not already in a cross point group, get in one this year. All right? We know from the scriptures that it's impossible for us to grow into spiritually mature believers without community, without relationships with other believers. And uh, if you need to still take that step, here's some good news. We're going to have another Group Connect event on, this, on the morning of uh, Sunday, January 26th, so in just a few weeks, so that you can take that step if you need to. And then lastly, I want to encourage you to take time each day this year and to read this book and to pray. And listen, if you're new to Bible reading, here's a really easy place for you to start, okay? We use the YouVersion Bible app here at Crosspoint weekly. It's a free Bible app, Y-O-U version. I want you to get your device, your tablet out, download it sometime today. And the beauty of YouVersion is this. They have customized reading plans that you can actually choose from. You can set reminders for yourself so that you don't forget, oh, I'm supposed to read my Bible today, right? It'll remind you. And it also has free devotions that you can actually access and and read from. So it's a great resource, and it's going to make it easy on you. And I believe if you'll do that, you'll grow spiritually this year. The second question I want you to ask as you read this document this week is this. How can I serve others this year? How can I serve others this year? If we're going to keep growing into a church willing to do whatever it takes to bring people far from God to Jesus then I know and believe with all my heart that we have to be a church full of people committed to serving others. And as you read this ministry plan, what you're going to find is a ton of opportunities to do just that. All right, now listen, if you're not serving here at Cross Point just yet, I'm going to give you an easy opportunity to get you started, okay? Listen, February 9th, that's a Sunday, we are officially launching a fourth service here at Cross Point. We've been talking about this for a while. We've been praying about it, and we believe now is the right time to pull the trigger on this. This fourth service, it's going to happen Sunday evenings at 5 o'clock, all right? And we're doing this for a couple of big reasons. One, um, we want to offer another service time so that we can hopefully create a little more room here on Sunday mornings for growth. But we also want to add another service time so that people in this community who can't go to church on Sunday mornings have an opportunity to go to church. I mean, we understand that. Well, I'm glad you guys are happy about that. Listen, we understand that some people have schedules and and work and all kinds of stuff that don't allow them to be here on Sunday mornings. And uh, we also understand there's plenty of people in this community who have really rough Saturday nights on a regular basis. And look, we want to be a church for those people. And so we want to offer this to reach 
tons of people who don't currently have a church home, and I want you all ready. We'll have more details about this in the coming weeks, but man, start inviting everybody you know who can't be here on Sunday mornings to come on Sunday nights. Lastly, well, let me say this about the serving thing. In order to pull that off, we need a ton of new people to step up and serve. If we're going to offer another service, it means a whole new crew of people willing to do what it takes to get people to Jesus to step up and serve here at Cross Point. And if you want to be one of those people, here's what you do. Get a connection card. There should be one around you somewhere in a seat back. Put your info on that card. Check the box that says, I want to talk to somebody about serving. And on your way out today, take it to our connection desk. And one of our staff team will follow up with you this week, and they'll help you get plugged in. All right, last question. Last question as you read this plan this week is this. How can I give financially this year? So what can I do to invest in my spiritual growth? How can I serve others this year? And how can I give financially this year to Cross Point City Church? When our staff team put this plan together, I asked each one of them to send me a dollar amount that they would need to accomplish all of their objectives included in this plan. And at the end of the plan, in this document, what you're going to find is the total amount needed in 2014 for all of these objectives and returns to become reality. And I want to share some of this with you, and uh, we'll throw it on the screen so that you can see it and we can walk through it, okay? Um, We landed on a total number for 2014 of $831,078. That's what we are expecting and what we desire to bring in so that we can accomplish this plan. Now, I want you to know that that number, um, it was uh, was approved by our Cross Point City Church Board of Directors. Uh, Dan Dorner, who we work with, who does all of our reporting, all of our bookkeeping, former administrator for 20 years at First Baptist Woodstock. He provided oversight for us in choosing that number and in crafting this plan. So we didn't just pick that out of, you know, the thin blue air. Um, As you can see on the screen as well, our 2013 offerings, as I told you earlier, equaled 880,000 bucks. And this budget for 2014 is about 94% Uh, of all the money given in the previous year. And if you're wondering why it's lower than what we brought in last year, the reason's simple. We just wanted to be wise in the dollar amount that we chose. So it was a wisdom thing for me. And here's the beauty. If we bring in more than $831,000 this year, we're going to stick every single bit of it in our reserve account, and it's going to go toward relocation, expansion, and future ministry. So we have a plan for that money. Now, I know if you're like me, $831,000, that's a big number, right? And you may be wondering, how in the world are we going to tackle that? Well, let me show you how we can tackle it together, okay? If you will look at the screens, $831,000 broken over 52 weeks, is just shy of $16,000 a week. That's what we need to bring in weekly. That means that in 2014, if each person that makes up our average attendance, just our average attendance, and you can see it there, this past year, 659 adults was our average attendance. If just our average adult attendance gave $24.25 each week at the end of 2014, we'd have $831,000, or $831,000, and we could do everything included in this plan. Now, I know a lot of you, you give well beyond that amount, and for that, I'm grateful, and I thank you. Please don't walk out today going, well, awesome, all I gotta give from now on is 24 bucks a week. That's fantastic. Now, listen, keep giving generously, all right, and we're gonna trust that God will accomplish more through us as we're more generous together. But I really wanted to show this to those of you in the room who may not be given a cross point just yet. 
Maybe you feel like I don't make enough money or what's my few bucks gonna do over the course of a year? I mean, I don't think it's gonna make a big difference. I just wanted you to see that even giving a little can go a long way toward making a big, big difference in the life of this church. So maybe for you this year, 24 bucks a week could be a starting point. Um, Maybe it could be a little bit higher. Maybe it needs to be a little bit lower. I just want to say to you, and guess, listen, this is not for you. Text somebody, plug your ears. This is for cross point people. This is your church home. I want you this week to sit down with this plan and to think about and to pray about what you can give this year to the ministry of your church. Now, as I was putting all this stuff together this past week and praying about today, there was a question that just kept coming to my mind, the question of what if, what if, what if. What if the people of Cross Point City Church, every person who makes up this church, actually committed themselves in these three areas I ask you questions about? Like what if every person who makes up this church actually did whatever it took to invest in their spiritual growth, whatever it took to serve others, whatever it took to give financially to this church, no matter how much or how little that may be, What if we all did whatever it took this year to give people to Jesus? You know what I believe would happen? I believe that we'd see everything on the pages of this plan come to pass and more. And I believe at the end of 2014, we would find ourselves blown away by the work that God has done in and through our church and by the stories he's rewritten through the lives he's changed. That's what I believe will happen. So Crosspoint, this year, 2014, let's do whatever it takes to get people who are far from God to the one who can change their lives. I want us to pray together, and we're gonna ask God to help us do just that. So will you join me? Father, I just wanna thank you for this morning. Thank you for the dreams and the plans, God, that you've put on our hearts. Um, I thank you for being a God who goes before us in all that we do. I thank you for being a God who we can trust because you're so faithful and trustworthy. And God, I pray over the course of 2014 that you would help us, God, to truly do whatever it takes to invest in our growth, whatever it takes to serve others, whatever it takes to give financially. And my prayer is that you would use Cross Point City Church this upcoming year in ways that can only be explained by you. God, we don't want to take any of the credit for your work. And so, God, we're praying God-sized things for this year. Things, God, that we can, can use to point people back to who you are. And, God, we're trusting that you're going to do just that. God, we love you so much, and we thank you for the way that you love us. And we thank you in advance for what this next year is going to look like. And we pray all this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Listen, I think it's important for us on mornings like this when we're talking about all these things to do, right? Business and money and plans and church and giving and serving. I think it's always important for us to take a step back and to check our hearts and to check our motivation for actually doing those things. You see, I know that it's easy for all of us at times to do all the things we talked about this morning just out of a sense of duty or obligation or or maybe because we think we're gonna feel guilty if we don't do them. But look at me. That's not why God wants us to do any of them. That's why we say here at Crosspoint all the time that we want to serve because Jesus serves and we want to give because God gives. You see, we don't believe here that coming to church and praying and reading the Bible and giving and serving are things that we do to make God love us or to have God approve of us. Instead, we believe that God loves us and approves of us because of what Jesus has done for us and that all these things we talked about this morning are things we do as our expression of love toward him and toward people who need him. 
And so this morning, again, we want to take a step back. We want to check our hearts. We want to check our motivation. And we just want to focus on Jesus. And we're going to do that by observing a time of communion together now as a church family as we get ready to close our time today. Um, this, as we say every time we do it, it's a huge deal. The bread up at the front of this room and the back of this room represents the body of Christ that was broken for our sins. The juice represents the blood of Christ that was shed to pay for our sins. And when we take this, we are declaring that we believe in what Christ has done for us and that we are committed to living lives that honor what he's done for us. And so we always want to take this in a worthy manner here at Cross Point. So in a moment, I'm going to give you time to just confess sins, to air anything to God that, that maybe you need to get off your chest. But I want to ask our host team to go ahead and come forward and to get in their places. And in just a moment after we pray, they're going to dismiss you row by row to the front the back of this room. And then we're going to ask you to come back to your seats and we're going to close our time together today by singing one final song. So heads bowed, eyes closed. Let's just take a moment. If you need to confess anything, whatever you need to do to get your hearts right, you do that now. Father God, we pray that you're honored in this time. Thank you for Jesus. We pray this in his name. Amen. Host team, I'm going to turn it over to you.